Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the very first episode of the Beacon League podcast. My name is Jordan Green, and I'm here joined by my boy, Drewski. Drew Pedder. What up, what up? What's going on, people? And then we also got my boy, Sydney Dawson. Here, that's not in the building. (laughs) Our mission, if you choose to accept it, is to deliver the most up-to-date coverage of the Beacon League. Thanks. Man, last season was crazy. Mark Axelon won the whole dang thing. <laughs> we killing nothing now. So <laughs> <laughs> this season, we're going to try to provide you guys with everything you need to know. All the details, all the trades, all the waivers, the draft coverage. We'll be having interviews little bit of everything just for a little bit of entertainment but before we do that let's spin that intro and get right into the episode get it Yo, man, how was last season for you guys? I, I'll go first. Uh, last season sucked for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I can't. Because for me, the season before our inaugural season, I was uh, runner up. So I thought I was gonna come into the next season like, okay, I'm about to win this junk this year. And I came in. I came in eleventh. So, <laughs> that's, yes, that's my jersey number and everything. So it's kind of it's it's cool. But uh, the rest of it was not really fun for me. But man, we'll write, I, we'll write the ship this year. This this, <laughs> this whole season was frustrating for your boy, bro. I thought I had it all figured out for season two. I mean, some rookie you mistakes, mean. but uh, you know what? I'm in. I'm so in for season three. Yeah, big facts. It's going to be a big year for, for the whole league. Big facts. See, man, I thought last season, I thought it was going to be it. Ooh. I could smell it. Bro. <laughs> you know what pissed me off, man? This bro, this dude, Chris. Yo. I'm not even speaking on this man. Yo, Chris. Yo, <laughs> yo, Chris he be on bro. Oh, knocking out juggernauts. Chris, if you listening to this, bro, I hate you. I'm gonna keep oh, it a grip. Like, he's gonna hear it. He's I'm gonna, gonna keep it a shit. grip, bro. I hate you. Yo, big facts, bro. It's All it's right. really the same thing in uh, cause we play fantasy. I play fantasy baseball with him too, and mm-hmm. he he drafts or whatever, but he don't pay attention to it as much as you would think somebody in the competitive <laughs> league would. So the fact that he did what he did last year was kind of head scratching, but <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see. Yeah. I don't want to touch on it too much because we're going to get into Chris in a second. I want to talk about right now, though, some of the biggest takeaways from the 2018-2019 season. Mm. I think my biggest takeaway is my boy, T.Y. Jelly. (laughs) Yo, it hurts Honey badgers. It hurts me. My man... Yo, he had the second most points against him. <laughs> all <laughs> every, that means every single week he's going against Juggernaut. 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 
Wow. Also, that way he could finish. That's insane. Yeah, I don't. I, I feel bad for my boy. This is like, but you know what? That's that's kind of the name of the game. Yeah. Like, you could do everything right. And I mean, everything right. And you still come up to it. Listen, man. I played the Honey Badgers week two. And I think the final score was 160 to 152. And you know what? He had me up until Monday Night Football. And this nigga, uh, Trey Burton. <laughs> you hit him with the comeback? This boy, Trey Burton, who was, t- was probably the most touchdown-dependent tight end in the league, scores off of a, a, a freaking reverse flip. <laughs> my boy Trey Burton scores probably I think almost a second season high of 12 points and you know what that was pretty much the name of the game for the Honey Badgers is losing by fewer than I would say five, three to five points in all his yeah, close I games think, I think one week he even he lost by like 0. .7 points mm, I, yeah, I was, remember that it was that was a wild week that's crazy, man. And it's, it's, it sucks because yeah. it's like there's nothing you can do about being scored on the second most. Like, like you know, what I mean? like there's yeah. nothing you can. It's not like you can like go to the other team and start like hitting their players or something. Like you just, it's just, it's all about matchups. So <laughs> for him, I went back. It, that's just rough. Bro. I went back and actually that's, took a look. It's literally just being unlucky. <laughs> well, actually, week three. He lost the mark by it was one forty two point fifty four to his one forty two point forty four, and I was actually on the phone with Mark. That was week three, Steelers versus uh, the Bucks when Vance McDonald had that ridiculous stiff arm. Yep. Oh, and uh, Tyler, uh, what's the name? Score was done. Mark was all done. He was all totaled out at one forty two fifty four. Mm-hmm. And Tyler had Quan Alexander left. All this Quan <laughs> had to do was literally touch someone, and he would have got a half a point for a tackle. Yeah. And guess who went out on an injury after a missed tackle? Quan freaking nah, Alexander. Bro. Yo, I didn't even pee. Bro, it was crazy. We gotta when we uh when we have our interview with Mark, we're gonna have to ask him about that because that boy was <laughs> he thought it was an answer from the heavens because I. Losing by that much pretty much set this nigga's honey badger season. Now, which which Mark was this? That? Was Mark Axelon, the champion? Oh gosh, sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Man, I'm gonna touch on that later. <laughs> yeah, ma- imagine needing, imagine needing like half a tackle or half a point, bro. And the dude, the dude gets hurt on missing a tackle. And <laughs> we're talking about we're talking about Quan Alexander, <laughs> who's like a top tier linebacker. Yeah. Wow. Dang. That's insane. <laughs> Yo, Honey Badger, bro, you was a real champ for getting the ball, even though you ain't deserved it. Yo, the that. week of the tournament, too. That's the Fat. crazy yeah, part, too. Yeah. He his, wore it like I a champ. Respect. His lineups weren't even wrong. His nope. lineups were right. <laughs> Yo, all I'm saying is, Kendall and T.Y., they set the bar. Like, there's no getting out of that ball. Nah, no. The baldy is a definite. So, for anyone else that might be listening to this podcast that isn't affiliated with the Beacon League podcast. Tango. Hey, wake up. (laughs) For first place, we got a little prize, little little prize. We got a little... Little sign, uh, sign. Little sign. (laughs) But last place Mm. has to get a baldy. A baldy. A baldy. 
a bald dude. There's a little waves. just nah. just so we can we can go back on this before like the season starts. There's a little commotion I've been hearing that uh, people don't want to do that punishment anymore because they're like, especially uh, what's his name. Perry and Brandon definitely don't want that because you know they had you looking. <laughs> they had probably look wild with um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, Margot was saying the same thing. So he's like, "No, nah, we should do something different because uh, of Baldies crazy. They didn't really get Baldies." I'm like, "Ah, they kind of got Baldies. I'd be heated if I got one." So enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what Mark. Mark, I don't know what Mark or uh, want, bro. Honestly, like, <laughs> Mark, what do you want? Listen, man. My message to anyone who's against the Baldy. Yo, yeah, exactly. Was not coming last for real. I like twelve people. Like I don't think it's that hard. Yeah, no. If our boy Chris, (laughs) yeah, exactly. You can do it too, for real. And on that token, (laughs) I want to ask you guys: Is Chris the sneakiest team in the league? Go ahead. You go first. Okay. Okay. So as I as I touched on before uh, a little bit in the intro. I, I play with him in different uh, fantasy leagues, so we got a, a big baseball one that we do similar to this. Yeah. Um, so he he drafted his team, but he usually does it just like straight off of his phone. Like no, we all we usually get it set up like with the laptops, and we do like a live draft. So yep. he will either not show up like he does for this, like he did for last year's draft, of course, and just draft from his phone from work or whatever. Or nice. he'll just like kind of fall asleep like he did at the first draft where he showed up and just kind of <laughs> <laughs> started dozing off. So and then like during the season, you'll see his his team like go through the whole season or whatever. And you're just like, ah, it's kind of just like, like a middle of the pack team. He not really setting his lineup, whatever. Like you'll just see stuff like that. And then yeah. he ends up like beating <laughs> all these like the top ranked teams in the league. I'm like, what? How does he do? Like, I feel like he knows what he's doing. He just like waits until he needs to execute in fantasy, and then somehow for the last two seasons, it's not it's not a uh, fair too bad for him, especially last season. So that's, that's my take my on him. Is like, bro, well, I noticed because I got pretty deep in the playoffs last season. Yep. Yo, every single time, I I would do so much research, and I would conclude that someone would be a good waiver pickup. I'd go to get him. And Chris, <laughs> every single time. Yep. So to me, the guy knows what he's doing. Yeah, he, he does. does. He does. He, he, he's keeping up to date. He just don't talk. He don't communicate. Right. He don't talk no trash. That's why I personally think he is the sneakiest team in the league. Yeah, yeah. he don't give nobody the leg up. For real. Did he even make a trade last year? Not one. Not like, one I don't trade, think he might not bro. even make one the year Straight before. waiver wire. Like I I I I'm pretty sure I offered him something. I don't know remember what it is. But you don't even look at it. He declined off, yeah. off rip. He he literally sent me back. LOL. Nah, and that was it. I was like, well, all right, Chris. I'll see you Monday. I guess. Like what? I think what he the heck? is. I think he does have a sneaky team. However, I also feel like last year he really had a nice schedule because yeah. he yeah, yeah, averaged he 134 points a game. I think he got. I think he eclipsed 155 one time. You know, that was pretty much what the juggernauts like Kendall, Jordan, yeah. um, Mike Waller, yeah, and uh, the Marks were at, like, that was like their average. Yeah. I, I think he, he faced a lot of people 
on really bad weeks, and he really didn't have any big names on his roster besides Brady and Thielen. Everyone right. else was just like a some Joe Schmo waiver wire that got somehow was able to get him through a win or two every yeah. single week. So, so, so then basically, we're saying that we we all can conclude that Tyler was possibly the unlucky yes, player easily yes. with yes. ease. <laughs> and it sounds like we might be able to conclude that Chris might have been the oh easily, yeah, easily not even, not even close. <laughs> All right, man, Chris, if you listen to this, you gotta Chris, up, change man. your team's name too, bro. Chris's team. I mean, <laughs> come on, bro. That's how you know. See, that's more creative than that. <laughs> I can't get beat by Chris's team. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yo, and Chris, the, the the beginning of it ain't even capitalized. Like his name's not even capitalized. <laughs> it just says Lower Chris. Priest. Yeah, with apostrophe S and then T. Yeah, nah, bro. Change the name. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! That was kind of wild me. Another another takeaway that kind of wild me. Um, Brandon Sims. Mm. Brandon Taylor Sims. <laughs> Here, Uno. You know what's crazy, man? Is because this take, I don't even think he meant to do it. I don't even think he knew it was going to be a good take. Mm. But I think. Brandon might go down as performing the luckiest trade of all 2018-19 season. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Trades away Kareem Hunt, Mm. who was killing it. Oh, yeah. Yo, yo, honestly, the way I feel is if you owned anyone off of Kansas City last season, you was a juggernaut. Yeah, yep, that's a fact. It is, yo. It could have been. It could have been. Even Sammy Watkins was going on. I know. Yeah, for come real. on, like <laughs> that was. Crazy. So what did I can't remember? What did he trade for? He traded Kareem Hunt. And he, he, got Mixon, and he, re- he got Mixon. He was. He got Mixon and uh, Mike, Evans. Mike Evans. Yeah, yo, and it's crazy because like when you say that after knowing how the season went down, that trade is wild. His, yeah. He got that running back sense. Like, he knew this nigga Kareem Hunt hit somebody. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Yo, his yeah. inner running back just like, he's like, yeah, this nigga wild like me. Like, I got to get rid of him. That's crazy, bro. He, like, Mark really only got to enjoy Kareem Hunt for three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy, bro. He played two solid players from last season. Yeah, he he kind of rounded K- out. Kareem Hunt was having a good season, too. He played 11 games, had 824 rushing yards and seven touchdowns. So he was like well on his way so to another thousand yard season and and double digit touchdowns. From the outside, <laughs> it did look good. Yeah, he went out week. He went went out what was week ten? Uh, was week 10? eleven. Yeah, week eleven. Week eleven. Yeah. So he probably would have. So he would have had. Well, as far as fantasy goes, he yeah, as far as fantasy positive, goes, positive, like three I more, think, um, three more games. You know who yeah, else he had a good, a really good trade that I ended up on Ooh. the. Uh, the other end on um, me and Kendall. He traded me Devin Funches and yeah. Latavius Murray for Julian yep. Edelman. Oh yeah, another big mistake <laughs> from Sid Dawkins' season. <laughs> Miscue. This nigga Funches went from decent to wide receiver five. <laughs> and this this nigga and this is right when. Latavius Murray gave me two 20-point games back-to-back. And then you know who come out of nowhere? Dreadhead Dalvin Cook, <laughs> who I was trying. I was calling Drew at like 3 in the morning. 
trying to get that nigga Dalvin Cook from him. Yo, it's a good thing I didn't trade him, bro. I would have had that that um that Drew ball, that baldy. <laughs> Facts. Yo, that baldy would have been nothing in mine, bro. <laughs> Dang, that was crazy, man. So, yeah, I I definitely say that Brandon kind of walked away with the luckiest trade. Yeah, yeah, he, he dodged a bullet. No. I know that boy ain't mean to do that. Oh, well, no. you know what, Jordan? You kind of benefited from a trade, too. Did I? David Johnson. Oh, sure. For Julio Jones. <laughs> <laughs> because that boy, Julio, somehow Yo. this man got over 300, well over 300 fantasy points without yep. with only touching the end zone, I think, two or three times. Yeah, might have been, th- been two. And you caught oh, uh, David Johnson, Drew, at a very... Very like that's probably the worst offense I've seen in a long time, bro. <laughs> yes. I've been watching football for a long time, and that might be top three worst offensive I've ever seen. Yeah, that but was you know bad, bro. How, how do you predict that? You can't. I know David how Johnson do you predict that Arizona is going to be a bottom two offense. I know that's crazy. And they got their know. quarterback they wanted. Uh, fresh start. They still got Larry Fitz. They got a a, a stud in uh, Christian Kirk. Yeah. Yeah. They actually got a little bit better once they made Byron Leftwich the coordinator, the offensive coordinator. Yeah, the offensive right. coordinator for I forgot his name, but he was absolute garbage. <laughs> <laughs> he ru- like he ruined the Cardinals uh season offensively. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he did. So I don't know. Honestly. And that was that was me that, that traded for so I had Julio Jones. Just yeah. so everybody just so everybody gets some clarification. I had Julio Jones <laughs> and I don't know if I asked for David Johnson or did do, do you remember Jordan if you offered it to me or was it the other way around? No, you you asked if I was willing to part. Yeah, with, with David a, Johnson with a running back. And I told I said I'll put up David Johnson because I had a feeling, yo, he because he had like, yo, David Johnson was weird, man. <laughs> I first I don't even know what week we traded, but the first it was year early. Week, yeah, it was like five. I, week five. Yeah. Right? So, Five weeks that I had him, he was putting up okay numbers. Yeah, like, like he was a solid running back too. Right, he would put up anywhere from twelve to eighteen every single game. Yeah, yeah. But the problem was, you got teams like Mark Onofrio, mm. Mark Axelon. You had Mike who was just going off. That yep. nigga. At, at the end of the day. A a run a, a middle of the pack running back was not going to be good enough to beat them. Right. Know? So it, the way my mind was kind of working was if I can't get production out of my running back, my star running back, maybe I can trade him for a receiver who would put in a little bit more production and find a running back too that can replace him. Right. Yeah. If I'm going to be putting up twelve to eighteen points, I might as well do it with a with a smaller name running back. Yep. Bro. Big fact. So. That was crazy. I, I promised you, if I won, I was gonna I was gonna give you an honorable. <laughs> yeah, thank you, bro. I tra- I traded my favorite player in the NFL. Yeah. Why Why I wear number eleven? Him, him and Larry Fitzgerald. Why I wear number eleven? <laughs> and I got David Freaking Johnson. But <laughs> but it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> there was a point where I thought my receiver core was going to carry me all. You were about to have the best receiver core <laughs> in fantasy history. Yo, because I traded with Sid for AJ Green. Mm. AJ Green. Oh yeah. Stupid turf toe. Yeah, man. that would have been even the fantasy like the fantasy creators knew that was just going to be too much, <laughs> too much firepower. That's eh, all in hindsight now. Sid, you know what I? You know why I'm proud of you, yo? 
What's up? I remember when you started playing fantasy football. <laughs> Oof. I took you underneath <laughs> my way. I told you I was Mr. Miyagi. That. You would be Daniel's son. That I was. Yep. When I saw your draft this season, bro, I thought you were going to win the whole thing. Bro, we and you were on the same wavelength. <laughs> bro, your draft was so impressive, yo. Like, I think you might have had the most well-rounded draft mm-hmm. out of everyone. Yeah, he did have a solid draft. I ain't going to front. That, let me, I'm going to try to pull up, see if I can get the results. It was, I, I felt really good about my draft. I just made two mistakes that one was a you know a mistake that i could have went walked around the yeah. other one was kind of like the detriment uh i got aaron Rodgers really high but you know that's someone that i wanted you know yeah. you know like that wasn't yeah, that was something i could have worked around shady yeah. mccoy was my biggest uh mistake without doing i didn't yeah. do the proper research i on can't shady. that one but like because honestly with Shady, bro, like, Shady should have performed as a solid running back, too, who puts up anywhere from 12 to 18 a game. Yeah, like a, a high-end uh, running back, too. Yeah. Bro, between his health and his production, he was getting, I think, about between, like, 5 and 10 points Yo, when I'm he looking, was on the field. I'm looking right now. Week one, he had three points. <laughs> bro, it Ooh. was rough. Yo, like, how in the world does – your defensive player put up 7.4. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was definitely my biggest mistake. Um, Yo, but like listeners, listen to this. This is Sid's draft. Aaron Rodgers, A.J. Green, Amari Cooper, Michael Crabtree, Melvin Gordon, LaShawn McCoy, Trey Burton, Derrick Henry. Like, on paper, that team could have been the scariest team. In the whole league. Yeah. Especially how uh Henry ended up finishing in his season. Of like, course. Yeah, who saw yeah. that coming? I hate like, that that's nigga. Crazy. <laughs> I really I drafted him two years in a row. Yep. And he is screwed. And I'm not gonna draft him this year. And he's gonna he's gonna average thirty points a game. I guarantee <laughs> it. I guarantee yeah, it. He's, he's gonna be the new starter. <laughs> Deion Lewis is gonna get hurt and Derrick Henry's gonna be your new starter. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know funny. what? It's all in hindsight, man. Um, what else? You know what else? I didn't even notice until I started prepping notes for this episode. Mm. Yo, Emily had a crazy turnaround. Yo, for the second half of the first season. and foremost, f that nigga, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> That's first and foremost. Let it be known. Wait, Sid, I'm confused. Why though? What happened? <laughs> we. First of all, this nigga act like we changed the date of the draft. It was Sunday. It's every freaking Sunday before Labor Day. You cannot forget it. Yep. All of a sudden, this nigga got to work. All right, whatever, bro. Why don't you call? We called this nigga about 15 times trying to help him. He don't answer. And somehow this nigga goes on a ridiculous run. I I mean the best thing he ever I mean don't get me wrong of course he rode Steeler Nation to the top <laughs> because yeah, that he did that waiver wire of James Conner and having a touchdown crazy AB between those two niggas he rode them niggas to where I I can't remember where he finished I think fifth place or something maybe something like that yeah 
he rolled yep. them niggas because I think it was week seven is the game where a uh, Steelers bye week. He scored a whopping 71 points with <laughs> O'Connor and Brown. Yo, that's I was gonna say that's the lowest point total of the entire season from anyone. So Emily, bow down to Steeler Nation. That's wild. And then he so he goes from literally scoring the lowest point total of the entire season in week seven to literally for the rest of the week. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Wow. Like he's really he's probably two just halfway decent weeks away from being in the the quarterfinals. Yeah. Who knows what then? He might take the whole thing away. Waiver wire warrior right there. I'll give yeah. you that, Enley Dorville. I wanted yo, I wanted James. I Potter. wanted I wanted that man for many <laughs> reasons. <laughs> yeah, the fact that he won out is crazy. I dapped that man up in Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this but that's why I like this league so much, man, is because I played in a lot of semi-competitive leagues my entire life. Where you get out of 12 people, you get seven people who take it serious. Yep. And a lot of who are they're just like uh, I'm just here for a good time. Like, no man, I'm here to win. I want competition, bro. So I appreciate that in this league, and I think what helps it is the punishment. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Nobody you wants eight that. weeks off. No, no. This that's why that's why Chris is such a mystery. Like I feel like he'd be Facts. taking weeks off. Drew, yeah, like, Drew <laughs> went into straight survivor mode. Bro. <laughs> we're getting no, we're, uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's too early in the show we talking about my struggles last year, bro. We're <laughs> yeah, you're right. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> we gotta talk about it. <laughs> oh man. Yo. So then, the my last my last big takeaway from last season, Mark Onofrio. Mm. Yo, I'll give it to Mark, and I hate beefing up Mark O's ego, <laughs> but the man good football. Yeah, I don't know what happened last season. <laughs> he had a great draft. Oh, yo, he had an excellent draft. Yo, he starts eight and one, but somehow finishes seventh place. <laughs> It could have been the Evans and Mixon trade. Uh, he traded Carry on Johnson. Yeah. Josh Gordon got high. Um, I, I don't know what, what did he trade Carry on Johnson for. You guys know because I don't get Carry on Johnson uh, had a solid to, for Keenan Allen. Oh, okay. All right. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. That like on paper that looks like that would have been a good trade, but well, Keenan Allen was my road dog last year, but he couldn't repeat. Between Melvin Gordon and uh, Mike Williams, yeah, Tyrell Williams, yeah, he just wasn't getting as many looks as exactly. he was last year. Yeah. yeah, spread the ball out. Yeah, that's crazy. It's like his team just like went to sleep after they had eight wins. Yeah. Like, right, you know what? I think Mark usually <laughs> always good. starts really fast, though. Yeah, he did that the, the first season. I think first he took... season, I thought he was about to run the train on everyone. Yeah, he had. I think he took AJ Green and. Jordy Nelson, like right off back the rip. to back. Yeah. yeah, I was like, "Oh shoot, this dude got he got some receivers," and then yeah. didn't it turn out how it was supposed to. Ah <laughs> uh, man, that's crazy. Uh, let me see. You guys can hear me, right? Yeah, yeah you good. good. All right, just making sure. All right, so 
that was our biggest takeaways from the 2018-2019 season. I really want to talk about this, and I've been dying to talk about this. Since I wrote the notes, man, I've been elated to talk about this. I want to talk about who is the single player who needs to improve the most for the 19-2020 season. Ooh. (laughs) The Bachelor? The Bachelor of the Summer? Yeah, bro. (laughs) That's my boy, too. Oh, man. Yo, this is my boy, and I love him, and I know he means well. But if you want to walk away with a chip, you're going to have to perform at a much higher level. Nigga, we need to make playoffs. (laughs) Yo, my boy Perry Sims, he had – you know what the thing is why Perry doesn't come off off rip as struggling last season? is because he didn't get the baldy. No. You know, and we've already concluded – that Tyler didn't deserve the baldy, but that's the way it concludes. Yo, in Perry's Beacon League career, he's 13 and 29. Mm. Wow. So he, in, he lost more, more than double what he's won. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> in 2017, <laughs> he had an 11th place finish. And in 2018, he really stepped it up and finished 10th. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Yo, I think it stems. First of all, I wasn't impressed with his draft. <laughs> no. I feel like he reached for Deshaun Watson. Yep. Uh, Le'Veon did screw him. I'll give him that. Yeah. But he also drafted Funches, Tevin Coleman, and uh, what's that rookie Freeman from uh, the Broncos? Oh, oh, and they just, uh, the running Royce back? Freeman. Royce Freeman. Or Royce. Yeah, Royce. Royce Freeman. All underachievers. Yeah. yeah. He really like, didn't have anyone to carry him outside of Levy. Like, all those guys you named are all, they would have been great waiver pickups. Yeah, exactly. They're not guys you spend picks on. Yeah, he's got a, it starts with the draft for him. Yeah. yeah you know, he, he went high for Deshaun Watson. I disagree with that. Um, Deshaun Watson... He had a good season. He had he a, well, no. He didn't have a good season. He had a good five games mm. in 2017. That's not enough for me to spend a fifth round pick on. No, uh, no. I I like his Keenan Allen pick. That's a good pick. I'm a big fan solid. of Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. T. Y. Hilton. That's unfortunate. Um, yeah. Everything that happened with him. Devin Funchess. I don't draft him as my wide receiver three. Mm. No. So then at that point. Now we get down to the running backs. You think, all right, well, if his receivers look like that, his at least have to be solid. He's got to have one, right? But we got Royce Freeman and Tevin <laughs> Coleman. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, there are two running backs in a committee, and they don't even start. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. I think he has some loyalty to Tevin Coleman. I mean, he knows. No one knows the Falcons' backfield better than this <laughs> nigga Perryson. Yeah, know. he knows what this nigga Tevin Coleman eats in the morning. <laughs> but Kevin Coleman is a boom or bust fantasy player. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he'll he'll catch a few passes. He might run an 80-yard touchdown. Yeah. He might get eight yards for the whole game. You just don't know. <laughs> I, think, I think what really kind of threw his – literally his entire draft off was Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. He, yeah. Levy screwed me. Yeah. <laughs> and my Steelers and Perry. Drafting Le'Veon – Number two overall, yeah, that's where 
that's where um you know consensus rankings have him going mm. but with all of that drama that was surrounding him he should have scary Zeke. that's scary yeah, yeah. You know, Zeke. Zeke performed. Zeke was consistent. Facts. Zeke had 20-point games week after week after week. You know, okay, yeah, maybe he's not going to be the Alvin Kamara who's putting up 40 to 50 points for you. But honestly, me personally, I'd rather have the guy that's going to put in 20 to 25 consistently and I yeah, build you, around him. I agree. Because you don't have to worry about that spot in your lineup. Like, you yeah. just know that's like a yeah, solid. Yeah, that's a solid spot. I feel like for Perry, like Perry, we're not trying to go too long on your little segment, bro. Don't don't get too stressed <laughs> out when you hear this. But just like the, the inaugural season, he traded me. Uh, <laughs> he traded me Tom Brady, and I gave oh, him. God. I yeah, gave him. Uh, <laughs> I gave him like Alex Smith and like a uh, oh, like a pack of gum or something like that. Like, that's what he. <laughs> that's, what he <laughs> that's what he traded. So like that kind of drove me into the into the Super Bowl pretty yeah. much, and then yeah. he got screwed by Levy. So he just just a, it's kind of his fault and then kind of just some some bad luck. But yeah, yeah, he'll get it together once he uh once he gets his ring on his finger and stuff. He'll be all right. Yeah, you can do it, bro. That's the thing, though, is like you said, he he made bad decisions and ended up getting bad luck. Yeah. Luck yeah. is always going to be a part of fantasy football. So yeah. the only thing that you can control is making good decisions. Facts. You know, like I didn't I didn't. You think I chose to lose to Chris in the semis <laughs> by point twelve points? Yeah, Jordan was, he, Jordan was heated, bro. I was tight. <laughs> But no, but me drafting, me drafting, okay. My draft wasn't that great. I wasn't happy with it, but it was okay. But the moves that I made afterwards made my team better. Like all of those, all of those right decisions put me in a position to possibly win. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Luck was what beat me. So for Perry, my biggest thing I'd say to you is dive in, do a lot of research, do a lot of studying. That's what we are all doing, listening to podcasts, listen, reading books, following on Twitter, like all this stuff. You got to kind of take everything in so that way you can try to combat luck as much as possible. Okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't, you don't win a league in the draft. You don't win the league on draft nope. day. You nope. got to remember that too. It's all if, about the moves. If we were winning on draft day, Sid and Marco Marco Nofrio should have been the championship game. <laughs> exactly. Some both didn't make playoffs. Chris's yeah. team did though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, at the draft. At the end of the day, that's still a mystery. And For real. we'll just leave it at that. That's... Um so the next thing I want to talk about, and I'm super proud, is the biggest improvement from the 2017 to 2018 season. So the inaugural season to last season. Yep. The person I think improved the most was my boy Kendall. Yo. Easily without a doubt. Yo, Jonesy. Jonesy went from zero to hero mm. in one season. One season. So for the listeners who aren't familiar with what happened, Jonesy in our inaugural season was... The first one to receive the Baldy mm. came in dead last. Hold on, let me just add something real quick about that. The f- yep. he came in, he came in dead last, like the first season we did this, mm. and he hosted the draft <laughs> so at he, his house. He hosted the draft and fell asleep from like round 
18 till the end. That, like, yo, true. I forgot about that. <laughs> like, high key, my boy fell asleep around like round 11. He was twisted. He was twisted, he was <laughs> he was like, twisted he off asleep. the orchards. What the yeah. <laughs> The angry orchards. <laughs> yes, bro. He Red's was, apple yeah, oil. He was asleep. <laughs> Yeah, whatever that stuff that, you know, <laughs> whatever. I ain't even getting my boy too much. I love you, Kendall. But, yo, I'm proud of you. Look what happens when you stay up for a draft. I was He had a really good draft, bro. Mm-hmm. Gurley. Yeah. James White. Mm-hmm. Zach Ertz. Mm-hmm. Stefan Diggs. Russell We're Wilson. Talking. We're talking about all guys that are top five contributors in their position. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, I think uh, his best pick. On the low ski, was that nigga James White? Oh yeah, yeah. he, only, he probably was, only took him because he's on the Patriots. Bro. That yeah, facts, big facts. Yeah, you know. So it's just I'm even though what did Kendall come in? He came in like six, fifth or six. Uh, I can't remember. He made playoffs. Uh, let me see real quick. Yeah, Kendall came in fifth. Yeah, so fifth, he yep. just missed. Play- he no, he was in playoffs. He was. Yeah, he, he, oh, that's what happened. He lost in the quarterfinals. Mm. That's right. Who did he lose to? Let's see. Quarterfinals. Ah, no. What a surprise. Chris's team. Oh, <laughs> God. Oh, Yo, Chris. Goodness. Chris Pimentel, yo. Chris, yo. you're not at this draft, bro. For real. No, he going to beat it, bro. He gonna yeah, beat it. But I feel for my boy Jonesy because all season, Jonesy was putting in work. He was grinding, yeah. bro. Yeah, he, he was. was. A, you know, my boy was averaging 165.9. Ridiculous. 165. Most, like, I, I think there was, like, eight teams who were hoping they could hit 165. Yeah, right? that was that's, how much, that's pretty much how much I weigh. Like, look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously. You know, like, that was crazy. Shout out to my boy though. Shout he out put in, he made a huge turnaround. Oh yeah, big went from, went from taking the Bali to fifth place, but really deserved I'd say top three. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You know, with the way the season shaked up. Yeah, ten and three. Uh, I will agree ten with that. Three. But I'm proud of you, bro. Really Keep proud it up, of you. Josie. Um, all right. Okay, so here's the segment that I have been excited to discuss. <laughs> Really excited to discuss. What are the chances that Mark Axelon repeats his success from the 2018 season? Say, go first. All right. Facts. Slim to none. And I, <laughs> I will tell you why. I love you, Mark. This nigga drafts off of pure emotion. Mm-hmm. Yep. He loves flirting with a high-risk, high-reward team. Yep. yep. You know I mean, he... Don't get me wrong. He reaped all the rewards last year. Yeah. But Zeke was his most and only solid pick. I mean, yeah. this nigga had the entire Kansas City freaking uh, bench. Yeah. He had, uh, freaking uh, Andy Reid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. I, I really think his schedule played a little bit into it. I yeah. Think oh, yeah. That, schedule always helps. Yeah. His schedule was, was nice. And he just – he had really – all boomer bust players. I mean, Brandon Cooks, Tyreek, um, and even Kelsey. Kelsey is probably one of the most solid um, tight ends. Yeah, he's, but you. I mean, without without Gronk, he's number one now. You got yeah, Mahomes yeah, yeah. who could throw literally. I he could probably throw to any one of us and have us um, 
average three touchdowns a game. So, <laughs> yeah. For real. I really I, – I don't see it happening because I just as Mark as a person, how he likes to draft, I think he – did he pick up Jacksonville defense, like, fourth round? Yeah, this nigga took that defense yeah. in the fifth round. See, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then took, like, and then you know, took and, another defense. <laughs> and the thing is, you can't you can't tell that man nothing. You can't nope. tell that man because, nothing because he a champion. Because if that if that pick has any little bit of success, it's a good pick. Yeah, exactly. His brain. He's a GF. We're gonna hear yeah. that one million times. He's gonna comment. Oh I'm God. a GM. I'm champion. All right, I Mark, remember yelling. I remember yelling at him at the draft when he took Tyreek Hill. It was his second pick. Second pick. That's who overall. I want, buddy. Buddy. <laughs> buddy, that's who I want. <laughs> like, and I kept trying to explain to him. He wasn't hearing it. So hear me now, Mark, please, over this podcast. Back. I think Tyreek Hill was a great player. I don't think he's worth a second-round pick. <laughs> you could have got him in the third, and then you add a second-round receiver to go and compliment him. Yeah. Man, now, now look at how your team performs. But I can't say any of this to him because he won. Mark, so, take him this year. I dare you. Yeah, big facts. I, I, I take him first round. I dare you. Facts, bro. First round, Tyreek Hill. <laughs> no, whatever. Oh, Mark, I joke. I kid. I love you, man. Congrats. You you performed. You picked the right players. Despite whether it was an easy season or not, it doesn't matter. You got the trophy. Yeah. You won Enjoy big facts. It. Oh, we're, don't because, forget, guys, we got to book him for the show, too, because I don't know if he's uh, aware yet, but he's going to be on yeah. here eventually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, Bundy. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I win. I win. Tyreek Hill was great pick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, snap. The Haitian sensation. Facts. Hey, oh, facts. All right. Um. Okay, so we met, Sid mentioned this briefly in the intro. Um. We got a new player. Mm. New team. My new man, team. my boy Kango, coming straight from Poughkeepsie, New York. This nigga, Dirty wild. Keep. <laughs> the Dirty Keep C. <laughs> Yo, what Kango. are your guys' thoughts? Listen, I know Kango. We all know Kango. <laughs> we play ball with Kango. We know the man is reckless. We know he's crazy. Is Kango going to be a Mark 2.0? Which Mark? Axelon. <laughs> all right. Uh, say, go ahead, go ahead. I think this nigga Kango is either going to go undefeated or he's not even going to see the playoffs. <laughs> That's where we do anything. I feel like this nigga is going to be trading every week until the deadline. <laughs> I really, I feel like he's going to draft and trade off of pure emotion. However, yeah. wake up and feel that morning, he's going to write, like, he's going to go on Instagram Live like, yeah. what's about to happen in this draft like it's about to be crazy like he's gonna trade his entire team they all lunch meat they all gotta die everybody gotta die for real but he's gonna he's gonna rub his pink do-rag about five times oh my god and the silky with the the silky pink pink. oh my god everybody gotta die they hating on me because of my (laughs) do-rag Uh, but in all seriousness, yo, I'm excited for the addition of Kango because yeah, that's gonna be fun. The that's league fun. needs more risk. Yeah, the oh, yeah, yeah for real. People who are going to take risks, do crazy things. Um, we used to have that in Corey Pinkney and yep. Jay Pinkney, um, and I think this season there was a 
there was a handful of players who played very safe. Oh man, for real. Um, so having another player who is a little bit more dangerous, um, I think it's good for the health of the league. I think it's exciting. It's fun as a player who's going to be competing against him. Um, I'm excited. I think he's a great addition. Yeah, yeah that's, that's going to be fun. Yeah, I think he's a great addition too. He's going to bring. I know he's going to bring uh, excitement to the draft itself. Uh, oh, just yeah. because I can just picture him right now. Not to keep talking about your do rag angle, but he's going to be in the <laughs> he's going to be in the corner of the room, just rubbing his do rag, and then just make a pick out of nowhere. He's he's going to whisper yeah. his pick. And just, but like, be like, yo, I want, I want, um, yo, here he's guys. Yeah, exactly. Say it mass off. Everybody's gonna be like, whoa, he's gonna be chilling, like chewing on some gum. Dwayne Haskins, number one overall. Yo, facts. Darius guys, and then Dwayne Haskins. His team, his team name should be anything as possible. Anything possible. Write that down, Kango. Oh man, I'm excited, Kango. If you end up hearing this, bro, I'm excited. Yo, bring all the energy that you're known for, bro. All right, so then. I want to go in on some of the biggest moments nice. from the 2018-2019 season. All right, a little top um, 10. <laughs> yeah, 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 right? Like a, like a quick a little, little ESPN segment, you know what I mean? <laughs> All right, I'm going to kick it off with something that hits really close to home. Mm. And it was me. <laughs> me losing to Chris. Point fourteen <laughs> points in the semis, bro. <laughs> I remember Ooh, watching rough. the game, man. I don't even remember what player it was. I needed someone to get like a yard, oh, a God. yard, a catch, anything. A catch would win me and get me into the finals where with the way the point totals ended up being for that week, I would have also beat Mark and I would have been your Beacon League champion. Mm. <laughs> That one hurt. Yeah, that 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 hurt me, bro. I was like, "Yo, Jordan about to beat Chris." Where now we don't have to hear about Chris doing some random stuff this season and making it to the championship. Yeah, and here comes oh, Chris man. with point a point fourteen win. Oh. <laughs> that, that one was hurt, man. And it was a low point total. What was it? It was. Uh, let me see. Yeah, that was low. It was like one twenty something, maybe. I mean, it was one sixteen oh two. To one sixteen sixteen. Yeah, that's nuts, bro. That is nuts. Like, but just imagine being Chris. <laughs> week first week of the of the quarterfinals, you knock out one of the biggest juggernauts in Kendall. Yeah, mm. who Kendall? I mean, we're gonna touch on it a little bit, but like Kendall, he didn't put up next to anything. Uh, nah, so you I knock don't. out Kendall. I was on a roll. I was putting up close to one sixty a week. I put up 116, and he just puts up point fourteen uh, more <laughs> than garbage. me. That makes me sad. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. And just to, add, just to add, because of how close that game is, I don't know, Jordan, I don't know if you did this, but there's a website. I'll, I'll, put, it, I'll put it up uh, on the page and then in some later podcasts. But there's a website that has all of the uh, stat corrections that come mm-hmm. in on Tuesday, I believe, Tuesday or Wednesday yeah. after the week. So I think they do it on Yahoo, too. Which is yep. the, this? That's the for everybody who's listening. That's the um, website that we use for the for the league. But um, but they have an actual website too. So if you like losing Sunday night or Monday or whatever, there's a chance. Like if you check Tuesday morning or Wednesday and stuff, there's stat corrections that come through, and that point fourteen might 
might save you just didn't happen this time. So it's like that's the craziest. That's yeah. so close. Bro. <laughs> that's but you want to you want to know what was even crazy, and, and it wasn't until you said it that I remembered. Yo, the whole time I'm watching that Sunday night game because our whole our whole match was going to conclude on this Sunday night game. Yeah, I remember my defender. My defender got uh, got credited for a fumble that I know and watched. <laughs> yeah, wasn't a fumble. <laughs> and staff corrections never came through. So the whole time, so all of Sunday, yeah, all of Monday, I was beating Chris. And part of me wanted to be happy, yep. but another part of me knew. <laughs> I knew what I saw. I knew that it wasn't a fumble. Yeah, oh, sure enough. Yep. Stat corrections, I lose. So any any there fantasy heads season. out there, if you listen to this for some uh, for some expert advice or whatever, just be careful with them stat corrections, especially in the playoffs. Oh, bro, they could yeah. li- literally win or lose you a league. So. Facts. <laughs> Don't talk no trash. Big facts. Just wait a week. Just wait a week. Your whole situation with uh, lower crease, lowercase Chris's tears reminds me of uh, my wildest moment. Mm-hmm. I was so close. I remember, I think I remember this. I was so close to hitting the playoffs. Like every mm-hmm. week, I had a chance. Oh, I just needed a game. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to verse. I'm going verse Kendall. The juggernaut. And I'm actually yep. beating this nigga. Yep. <laughs> and I, I think the I can't remember who the Vikings were playing. I think they were playing um the Packers. Okay. And uh, I was up, I think, by not even a, t- a whole point. Maybe very close <laughs> to like what uh you were. No, I'm sorry. I was up an entire point. It was fourth quarter. There was 30 seconds left. It was third and six. Uh, Vikings had the ball. And Kendall had Stefan Diggs. All I needed was this nigga Kirk to throw to either the tight end, <laughs> the running back, or not. Just throw it away. They already won the game. This dumb nigga Kirk <laughs> throws to Stefan Diggs and doesn't even get the freaking first down. <laughs> so literally all he did was help Kendall beat me and keep me out of the playoffs. Yeah. Wow. Dang, man. <laughs> It was tough, I forgot bro. all about that. That's crazy. See, that's stuff before the playoffs that so most people won't even know about. Every week, yeah. I was crawling trying to get into the playoffs, and that pretty much sealed my feet. Man, wow. I remember that week 12 and week 13, just that rush for the final playoff that spot. H, that AC, bro. Man, I remember. It was you. It was Chris, you, Edley. Chris, yeah, bang, yeah, every yo, everybody in the top eight was actually still within contention. <laughs> That's crazy. That's good. That's good. That's good to see in the league, though. Yeah, keep, you know they, keep everybody on their toes. You know who wasn't in contention? Barry. <laughs> <laughs> he was. I can't, he was bro, I can't even laugh. Sitting Indian style, <laughs> just content <laughs> that he wasn't getting the ball. Yeah, yeah, I remember him saying that. He said, "Forget playoffs, nigga." Meanwhile, this nigga Drew is at home, like <laughs> naked, bro, in his house, doing like praying to the fantasy gods, sacrificing Dog. small goats. I was sweating <laughs> so bad, bro. Let's just get. Go ahead. I'm. I'm not gonna talk about myself. Let's just. Let's just get to that right now. Go ahead. Y'all can just yeah, all right. talk about your perspective of that whole situation. Let's let yo. Let's yeah. Let's let's get into that right now. Actually, yeah. Let's do so it. that was my my other wild moment. Was somehow, some way, my boy Drew 
misses the baldy despite having the lowest point total for the entire season. Thanks to Daddy Dawkins, league. Thanks Crazy. to Daddy Dawkins. I had to beat somebody for this nigga. <laughs> and I remember him texting me. You know what? I was so fed up about not making the playoffs. I'm like, this nigga got some nerve. <laughs> but you know what? I felt bad for him. I know. I know Karina. You know what I mean? You don't want no ball juicy walking around. You know what? Nope. I'll, I'll go into the way to have waves. <laughs> Yo, for real. I'll go into the lineup and I'll see what I can do. And I ended up, I can't remember who the last person I, I beat, but I had to beat, I think it was, oh, it was Tyler. No, you had to beat Tyler. That's oh, yeah. <laughs> Which I think was I that, barely beat again. Was that I, week 13? Uh, yes. Yeah, because I had him by record. I just didn't have him by points. So if he, mm. if Tyler won, I just got Baldy automatically just off of the, because we had the same record. I had the lowest point, so it wouldn't matter. So I bust Tyler for him. Sid was your guardian angel. Bro, legit, I text, I texted him. I'm, I'm sitting on the couch that I'm sitting on right now. And I was like, yo, <laughs> I was like, yo, Sid, if you beat this nigga Tyler, I will personally buy you a steak at some point before <laughs> the next before the next season starts. So Sid, I still owe you a steak. Mm, that's gonna you, be tasty. You <laughs> you held to your word and, and beat him, and I avoided right, the body. So yo, we slide we sliding up this weekend. What's good? Yo, big right. steak on the grill. A steak, that steak smack. <laughs> so Drew, I gotta know, bro. What was going on in your head? What what was all what right. was happening to Drew week 12 and week 13? Okay, so but okay, well I just combined both weeks. So week 12 yeah. and week 13 was just really it was a dark time, bro. Like, was, <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, yo, am I really gonna and I'm over here like low key just like lying to Karina, like, nah, I'm good, bro. Like, I'm, I'm not gonna, nah, I'm not gonna get baldy. I'm like, I'm, yeah, I'm low. I'm like, I'm not gonna make the playoffs, but you know, but we're, we're gonna be all right. We good, we good. And I'm over here sweating, like, we're just, oh, I bought about 12 things of deodorant, bro, because I was just, oh, I was struggling. Mad deodorant, mad Gatorade, like, it was just a, it was a struggle. And then I saw that Sid had to play Tyler the last week. And I'm like, dog, we re- is this really gonna come down this to a matter of to. one? I felt like I was in the playoffs for not <laughs> to, to, to not get wasn't a even playoffs, and it was completely out of my control. I was like, yo, if he loses, that's it. Didn't matter if I won or lost. I just needed him to lose, and I was good. Yeah. <laughs> and it came down to that, and I was watching stat corrections. I was watching football all day. Like, who watches? There was nothing going on in week 13 in the league, and I mean, like in the NFL. Like there wasn't anything like crazy, yeah. Uh, other than just other than just fantasy stuff, and I'm I was sitting here, so I was like, dog, what? Like I was thinking about like, yo, am I gonna get back roomed because my head's like, too, <laughs> like what's my head gonna look like bald? Like what? I was just because when yo. I was when I was younger, I used to get I used to get my head clean cut because my mom would just do it. <laughs> she used to hit me and came up with the with the baldy baldy with when the we was clean because it was just easier, I guess. So I was like, dang, I'm gonna look like I'm like seven again. Like this is insane. So that that was a that was a rush, yo. And then Sid came through. Yo. Superman Sid came through with the win. So <laughs> shout again, out to Sid. I know I owe you Big a steak, Sid. bro. <laughs> Uh, good stuff, man. That 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 was exciting, man. That was such a crazy moment. Yeah. Um, you know what else was crazy, yo? We didn't talk a lot about a lot during uh, this podcast about it, but Mike, 
Mike was <laughs> hands down. If you didn't think Mike was gonna win this entire thing, you obviously weren't paying attention. Yeah, yeah. So Mike's killing it. He's putting in, I mean, he's putting in like 200 point totals, I think four weeks out of the whole season. Yeah. Somehow, some way, Mark Axelon knocks him off in the semis. That I was shocked, yo. Bro, that was so crazy to me because it was almost like Mike was like a sure a, a shoe win, man. I, I thought it was a sure bet. And somehow Mark once again gets lucky. I'll call it luck, bro. I don't care if you want to get mad. It's luck because rightfully Mike should have took this whole thing home. But like we already said, that's the way a fantasy football goes. Any given Sunday, anyone can win. Yep. Yeah, that was that was yeah. Nuts. That was nuts. Like, and then we already talked a little bit about Kendall. Um that was my last note was that it was kind of crazy how Kendall lost the quarterfinals with the sixth lowest point total of all managers. He had 97 points. Yeah, that, that ain't you go. That ain't he good. went from averaging 165 a week to putting up 97 in the first round of playoffs when it yeah, mattered. Yeah, first, the most. like what? What? Ha- that's like that's like in uh, March Madness, like a 16 beating a one. Like that's yeah, the- ex- exactly. Like what, what happened, bro? Like how, Sway? That's, like that's crazy. And, of course, who does it happen to? He <laughs> loses to Chris. Yep, exactly. What, Chris, do you remember the score of that you. game? I don't even remember that. It was, he didn't put uh, up, Chris didn't it. put up that much either. No, it was like one. I got it right here. Um, it was... 97.38 to 110.62. Wow. Like, yeah, if you hear a common a common theme, Chris ain't putting up more than like 120 points. No, nope. But he's catching everybody at the bad week. Exactly. He hits everybody on the perfect week for himself. It's crazy. <laughs> you know? So, I mean, side note, we can also throw Chris in with Perry as needing to improve because right. eventually... That 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 luck, that sneakiness, that yeah, runs out. That ain't gonna work and every you, season, bro. <laughs> exactly. You gotta just you gotta perform. Yep. Yep. Um, That's nuts. But yeah. So then, oh man, good good episode. I'm excited. Yes, sir. You want me to hit the hit the the uh, wrap up for next week? I mean, next podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was just what I was about to say. Okay, right, right. So what we're looking at, folks, we're probably trying to do in the middle of June. We'll get hit you guys with another podcast. We'll only do maybe one one a month just for the summer because there's not too much football action going on. But uh, next podcast be episode two. Make sure you guys tune in. We're gonna start doing the way too early player projections. So not that we're fantasy experts or anything, but we're just gonna give you guys a little bit of our opinion on. the teams in our league and also the actual players and who's going to fall where in the draft. And then we'll also have the draft board breakdown. So we already have our, our draft order set up. We just based it off the last seasons. So we'll have that draft board set up and again, just so you guys know, if you haven't, if you're not familiar with the league, we do uh, draft position trading and everything like that. So you can draft out of spots or you can, you can even do trades with your, your picks being the next season and stuff so uh we'll get that draft that first draft board set up and broken down and uh 
cover some, get some more coverage, and then we'll have a couple more for the summer for you guys. Lit. I'm excited. Yes, sir. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to this, our first episode of the Beacon League podcast. I've been your host, Jordan Green, Drew Pettiford, yep. Sydney Dawkins. I think we might have lost Sid. Yeah, we lost Sid. <laughs> <Did> any of <laughs> <laughs> But it's straight. Thank you guys so much for listening in. And until next time, stay greasy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.